Something about penis. The Carpenter Rants. TCR, three nobodies discussing the masterworks of the horror film genre, and we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm still Kendall, I think. Yeah. I got Mr. Cheese here to bless us all. All right. I want to keep him in frame if I can. Uh, folks, it has been, uh, it's been an evening. I've been trying to get the new computer set up. Uh, my lovely wife bought me a oh there he goes brand new computer we've been trying to get it uh, loaded for the podcast and of course in classic TCR fashion uh, just you know having a real time of it so um, then we had to switch back to the other one then we had some audio issues and uh, so now here we are finally recording this week's episode uh, and we're closing down our first series of 2021 and I gotta say, it's been a good one. Um, I have uh, I have really enjoyed uh, watching and discussing the Hatchet films. Uh, that's right, folks. If you're just tuning in in the last week of January, uh, we have been doing this all month in this month's limited series, Hatchet New Year. Yeah. <laughs> um. And uh, so we just we started discussing uh, Hatchet, Hatchet Two, Hatchet Three. Brief detour to discuss used cars, starring Kurt Russell, and now back to <laughs> to the fourth film. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you weren't there for that one. Neither of you. In fact, I did it by myself in the bathroom, and I didn't record it, so it's very limited. <laughs> this week. Uh, we are wrapping up this series. Um, I should say also that um, if you weren't listening at the beginning of the month, um, this year we each have taken a month unto ourselves to program the show for the rest of the hosts. And January was my month, so I'm the one who picked the Hatchet films. So if you are upset about dismembered limbs and where they might end up in people... Um, you can blame me. This was my decision to do this to you. Um, uh, but and then you so, can shove it up your butt. Yes. It's been fun. You're up your butt or wherever. I mean, we're, we're going to get into the, the science of what happened. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so um, we've been covering the Hatchet movies, and that's wrapping up. After tonight's discussion... Uh, we'll give you uh, we'll give you a heads up about what we're tackling next month. Um, very excited, um, and if you're a fan of you know arms up stuff, stay tuned. Heads up, <laughs> heads up, seven up. <laughs> um, but folks, we're closing down. Hatchet New Year. With uh, the fourth film in the Hatchet franchise, uh, which is not called Hatchet at all. It's just called Victor Crowley. Yep. And that's the name of the killer, by the way. 
How come Friday the 13th never did? Oh, they did. They did Jason X. Jason goes to hell. Okay. All right. Never mind. My first point completely (laughs) rendered moot (laughs) before I even finished making it. Um, all right. Well, Doug, let's get into some, let's get into some, uh, fat deets for the last time in the hatchet series. Give me the last hatchet, the latchet deets. Last deets? Mm-hmm. This year, movie film came out August 22nd, 2017. Whoa. Uh, written and directed by Adam Green. With a budget of $400,000. Hmm. And a return of, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't really matter with the Hatchet <laughs> films. He fought with the uh, the ratings board so much with all four of these movies. It was hard to get them in theaters. Yeah. So he knows what he made. With all that interstate. Would you say 2017 was 10 years after the first installment of this franchise? Because I can't seem to remember. It's like they never said it, it was exactly 10 years afterwards. And when they had a 10 uh, year anniversary screening of Hatchet One with uh, Adam Green in attendance, he brought out the cast of Victor Crowley and was like, hey, guess what? I shot a fourth one. Surprise. Roll it. Nice. Yeah, that's a really cool story. And had a Q&A afterwards with the him and the cast. I was getting at how annoyingly uh, frequently they mentioned that it's been 10 years and this. Uh... Yes. Yes. Yep. It's been mm-hmm. 10 years since <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, I'm on record in this show, um, you know, with not loving like the overall tone of Hatchet 3 and. Um, when it comes to Victor Crowley, uh, brother, let me tell you, I was right back where I like to be. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. very happy with the entire, uh, just the Return whole thing. Return to form. Yes. And um, surprised at a couple of things. I was surprised at where the bulk of the film takes place. <laughs> Didn't yeah. see that coming, but it makes sense. And uh, I will say that it's I was different, but it's not. Yeah. And I guess I'll save my other thing for for the end because that's really what I wanted to talk about. But um, you know, uh, we're gonna discuss this thing as we go: cameos, uh, kills, and everything in between. Uh, that's what the Hatchet films are famous for. So if you haven't watched the other three, mm-hmm. um, I recommend you go back. But we're going to discuss some very vulgar things. And if you're like, that doesn't sound like my cup of tea. Um, you know, you can, you, you might Stop not right want, off. Yeah. You might not, might not hatch. It might not be for you. And also we're not going to be friends. I just want to get that on the record there. Um, I will say that my wife stuck it out, folks. She watched hatchet for AKA she watched Victor, the series. She watched Victor Crowley and, uh, while things happen, did we get on, an uh uh-uh, you know? Oh man, I should, <laughs> I should be doing several that. uh uh-uh. I should be doing that when I'm keeping track of the kills in the movie as well because they happen around about the same time. 
Um, there is one kill in particular <laughs> that we'll discuss that was I thought was a I thought was a gonna end the day. I thought she was just gonna leave the room, but she stuck it out and then later told me that this was of the four movies she watched, this was the only one she didn't hate. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go, Victor Crowley. You, you got a you won Wooly over. Um, alright, well, let's get into it. Um, this is the first film, uh, that doesn't pick up where the last one left off. So we're breaking tradition right away. Um, and also, I'll say just from the beginning, no Daniel Harris in this movie. Okay. Am I wrong? You may miss one. We'll get there. I mean... I didn't so, yeah, see you are wrong. I mean, oh, okay. I'm, well, you can go ahead and tell me if I'm wrong or not because I didn't see her at all. Oh, you didn't stick around for the mid credit scene then, did you? Uh, no, you obviously didn't. No, all right, okay, cool. Well, right, well we'll get there. We'll there's get something there. I will learn then. Um, well, Doug, I didn't realize this was a Marvel production I was watching. I thought I was. Um, okay. It well, just, I did, like the first credit came up and you're like, cool off. No, um, it happens pretty quickly. I think, quick, like, I, think I, I think I went to the bathroom. I did. I had to go to the bathroom. Oh, as is soon that as where the used cars podcast started? Be, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. And then Kurt Russell has this plan to make the other car a lot look stupid. Um, <laughs> it's a good movie though. Um, Anyway, uh, Rance recommends, folks, used cars. Check it out. Uh, okay. Well, all right. Why? Well, apparently, I missed something in the credits. But anyway, so no Daniel Harris in, my, in the version I watched. Uh, they disregarded that story. <laughs> the completely. Caleb cut. <laughs> the Caleb cut, which is <laughs> drank too many seltzers and had to pee as soon as it was over. <laughs> and talk about Kurt Russell. Yeah, I usually let credits roll too. Um and they did roll, I'm sure, but I just I missed it. Um okay. Well, the movie starts where the last one does not start where the last one ended. In fact, uh we start in a flashback to 1964. Um where there is Did you also find by researching when Patsy Klein died? No. Oh. Did it say on the screen that it was 1964? Yes. Oh, I, I guess I must have been making a note in my phone because it was like the couple in the boat said something about Patsy Cline died last year. And I was like, well, when the fuck was this? So I had to look up when Patsy Cline died. Yeah. And wow. big letters on the screen that said 19. While you were looking up what year it was, they were showing you on the screen. <laughs> Did you watch the one on Shutter? No, I watched the one on Prime. Oh, okay. I watched the Blu-ray. It may be the same cut then. I watched the Blu-ray, which I believe is the same one that's on Prime. I mean, I was making a note in my phone, like starting my movie notes. So maybe I was looking down when it showed up. Well, we have (laughs) these lovers. They're out in the swamp, which is just a romantic place to go. You know, when you're taking your lady out to the swamp, going on a swamp romp. Can I... I need to note something here. So apparently 
Adam Green and company can only get licensing for like butt rock and guar and nothing remotely close to era correct for 1960 something. I don't think that, that music that was playing on the boat way off. I don't, you know, I don't think that's a big concern of theirs. You're right. You're probably right. By nah. the Took by me the, out of it though. By the time this came out, historical accuracy. <laughs> yes, that's that's what the that's what the Hatchet franchise is notorious for. Um, <laughs> I by the time this came out, um, season four of American Horror Story had already come out, and and the music and the the needle drops there were not era correct, and so the precedent was set, and Adam Green was like, finally, <laughs> play <laughs> Guar in nineteen sixty four. <laughs> While these people fucking a boat. Uh, American Horror Story has had music that doesn't fit the time frame in every season, and I hate it. Well, well, the first season was modern. Yes, but yes, I take your point. Anyway, um, I'm I derailing it. Let's go. Yeah, I know this, this has been litigated. Um, <laughs> I was gonna get into it again, but there's no point. Um, all right. So it's romantic. Uh, our, the gentleman here says jeepers, which I made a note of cause it's just a wholesome thing to say. Um, he is proposing to his lady friend here. Uh, she becomes so emotional that, uh, snot begins to pour out of her in, uh, upsetting, oh upsetting amounts. Um, and it's, it all culminates with a kiss Mm -hmm. and then a pull away from the kiss where there's just like that fucking snot web between their two faces. Big snot web. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, snotty. That was gross. That was, I laughed, but it was But that's what he gets for dangling a ring, an an engagement ring over open water. What an idiot. Yeah. That bothered me. Yeah. Um, well, somebody played by Jonah Ray. That's true. Um, Jonah Ray. Jonah Ray. He's a very annoying comedian. Oh, uh, he did not look familiar to me. He's a stand-up comedian. He's the current host of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Um, Well, somebody starts calling out Daddy, and it's not the engaged couple. (laughs) Daddy moment. Daddy moment. Uh well uh our uh, our hero says that they got a someone is hurt so they decide to explore the swamp. This is a mistake, bro. You can't go exploring the swamp when you hear somebody screaming daddy. This is not it's not ever going to work out. Um they run into a hunter a gentleman by the name of I don't have this guy's name in front of me character's name was bernard bernard his real name is tyler main that's right and folks played michael myers and rob zombie halloweens he did and Sabretooth and x-men one oh yeah you're right oh shit i forgot that he did that um well yeah, saber doesn't matter saber gets his head chopped off pretty quickly here uh first kill of the movie it's a decapitation yep. classic victor that's crowley killed michael myers yep so he's killed uh 
He's killed Leatherface, he's Michael, killed Jason, Freddy, Freddy, Leatherface, Candyman. Count. Yeah. And he's not done. Um. Let's <laughs> see. Um. Okay. So we got a couple of kills here. Um. With our romantic couple. Uh. A hatchet to the yeah, face. I I'm sorry. No, I love this like Friday the Thirteenth Part Three esque like eyeball. Yes, I was trying. Out of the sky. Yeah, the eyeball. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what happened here. Now, did the hatchet go in the back of his head and come out his face, or did he go in the face? I couldn't figure out how the eyeball was hanging. Did he not? Okay, I know he like hit him in the face with the hatchet. Did he like punch him or like? push the butt of the, the hatchet over the, the back of his head? I thought it was the boat or maybe the back of his head. It's unclear. Something went into his head. I, I couldn't figure it out. I mean, I guess I could have rewound it, but that's not how this show works. Um, I make wild mm-hmm. guesses about what I think I saw, and then I run to the bathroom and miss other things. And talk about Kurt Russell. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you do in the bathroom? Uh, CarvinRantsPod at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> don't send us that. that's what they'll send us um they won't what do you do at your russell urinal let us know <laughs> <laughs> um all right uh well the girl gets it worse uh boy he just hacks her up this is brutal <laughs> um mm-hmm. he hacks off both legs and both arms and then finally just cuts her head off i mean it is and it it goes on for a minute. Like it's this is one of the more brutal uh uh disembodying scenes Kill. I've seen. It's it's rough. Uh, and I I hate that we miss we don't get any buckets of blood thrown at trees in this entry into this franchise, but, but we did get a river of blood from Sue. Yeah. That's pretty cool. There's yes, a lot did. of blood. Um but you're right. I didn't even think about the tree blood. Oh, all right. I was waiting for it. Keep on ranting. I hate this movie now. <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize what I was. Didn't, don't know what you got till it's gone, folks. <laughs> um. All right. And then there's a great shot from underneath of Victor Crowley. He's holding the head, and they're shooting him up from the ground, so he just looks gigantic. And then that's the that's the opening. It's your little cold open of the film man the um, first of a ton of screen time he gets and i love it who's this victor crowley mm-hmm. yep. yeah I, I felt like he wasn't in the movie that much oh man i, I thought we saw a whole lot of him I, I liked it huh i felt like we didn't see very much of him and also um I think we've taken a step back in terms of makeup as well. I think the makeup in three is probably the best Crowley makeup. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, because you see him, well, to me, yeah, because you see him so much, you can pick out all the stuff and see a lot more of his like full body. Yeah, yeah that like rubbery look yeah. was very weird. Yeah, he's looking a little rubbery this time around. Um, still looks scary as shit, but... Um, and so, and even more inhuman. <laughs> My problem with the second one is they made him too human, and the next two movies are like, all right, we heard Caleb was unhappy ten years later, so let's 
<laughs> Let's move it back to monster. You um, know what I don't like that we see a lot of are his hands. There are a ton of like close shots of his hands and they're too just like normal hand looking. Mm. Like they should be grotesque. Well, technically, I mean, he is a human. <laughs> yeah, but I get what you're saying. Like he seems to be deformed in every part of his body except his hands. It's weird. He's a, he's a fucking hand model. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Olive, yeah. fucking washing dishes and shit. <laughs> Mom always said you don't need a face when you got hands like this. <laughs> Girl, oh man! I like right. to think that he wears gloves at all times <laughs> to protect them, except when he's Look. killing. He uses the blood of his victims to moisturize. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay, and then we get the recap so of the. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I made a lot of notes this time, but uh, this, the lore, like voiceover that we get reminded yeah. me so much. I know I've talked to you about this, Caleb, because your wife's maiden name is Wooly. Right. But the story that this, like, young girl's voice is retelling in this voiceover uh, to get us up to speed about Victor Crowley's past. Uh, reminded me so much of that Charlie Daniels band song, The Legend of the Woolly Swamp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, go, that's going in Rance Recommends preemptively. But just the right whole thing was like, that's the Legend of the Woolly Swamp. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that's, a, that's great. Yeah, at least this is the first, this is the first of many, like, oh, they have to recap this every time. And I'm like, well, technically they didn't recap it last time. And it's been several years. So I think it's okay if they, if they do it. Uh, That's let, all I got to say about uh, that. All right. The child narrator was Felissa Rose's daughter. Oh, nice. Huh. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. Um, all right, so we open up on the talk show, Sabrina Talks. It's a daytime talk show. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand film budgets, but I got a big problem here. This literally looks like they're in somebody's living room. And I was like, this doesn't look like the set of a daytime talk show at all. And those are, those cannot be expensive to recreate. Like, this, they just filmed this in somebody's living room. I'm just saying. I've watched a lot of Donahue. I know what I'm looking for. <laughs> I did like the the kind of uh, mislead that we got here because you're they're you know they're saying they're bringing out the lone survivor from the the <laughs> Bayou Butcher attacks. And you're expecting Mary Beth. I know. I was. Yeah. And I saw Andrew, and I even wrote Andrew survived with a bunch of question marks because <laughs> then I tried to remember. <laughs> I guess I didn't see him die. Um, I guess I just assumed he no, was he dead. No, he didn't die. Um, so it's been 10 well, years. Last we saw, he was looking up into the sky. Was he? Those helicopters. Oh, I don't remember. Um, yeah, so it is, we're established that 10 years have passed. Um, <laughs> I have a quote here. I have a lot of quotes written down. There's a lot of great quotes in this movie. Um, 
I don't know who said it, but somebody said that guy is so full of shit he could open up a shit restaurant. That was Alex. (laughs) That was Alex. (laughs) That was after the talk show bit. They were watching the hotel. Yes. Yes. I thought that was so charming. I love that. I really liked that. Oh boy, we haven't got the charming yet. Um, but um, really quick though, um, this kind of I don't know sent me places. But uh, when Andrew's on the Sabrina show, mm-hmm. um, you learn that he was suspected of but cleared of all the carnage. Yeah, that's a recurring um, plotline. And he's been through a divorce, which we'll learn about later. Yes. But yes. Anyway, go ahead. I made a lot of notes, so sorry. Good. I'm probably no. going to interrupt that. No, that's fine. Um, no, go ahead. Let's see. Um, where, oh, yeah. Shit restaurant. Um, we have the hotel room friends, Alex, Chloe, and Rose. Didn't have that written down. Mm-hmm. Just remembered that, so... We can just oh, call. Shit. We can call this a night. Um, <laughs> Go out on top. That's our. That's our last episode. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Series finale. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, they are in town. They are. Uh, they have written and want to make a hatchet movie, and they're in town to shoot a like a you know like a mock trailer, um, sizzle reel, if you will. Um, to try to help sell their movie. Um, and I have some issues mm-hmm. with this later. Um, that actually at least. I do too. Up. I have a main issue with it. Yeah. I did. I wonder if it's the but same. Issue. I wonder if it's the same issue. Cause at least pointed something out that I was like, Oh, huh. Um, okay. Uh, um, I don't know what your issues are, but I'm going to go ahead and say, you're thinking about it. And what I'm going to need you to do is not think. About it. When we come around to it, we'll see if I was thinking too hard about it. That's you, you probably, you probably okay. right on the, right on the head there, bud. Um, Andrew has a book by the way, um, that he's trying to sell. I survived. I comma survived. I survivor. Oh yeah. Okay. You're right. I survivor. Um, and that's what he's doing on the talk show. Uh, he has a publicist named Kathleen, which is play, played by Felissa Rose uh, from Sleepaway Camp. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And also, uh, people well, are waiting. That's not her real accent, right? No. It's an exaggerated That was accent. horrible. Because she's from New York, but she, she played it up big time. Big time. Um, I have an issue here, too. People waiting in line to get their books signed. Or other things, uh, by Andrew, and uh, he's just signing the dust jackets. Does anybody sign the dust jacket of a book? I've never seen that. Any book I've ever had signed, they wrote inside the book. I've never seen a signed dust jacket. I mean, I'm sure it happens, but I've just never seen that. Wow. I have never had a book signed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't I don't know how to read. So. <laughs> Well, um, anybody get their dust jacket signed, send me a picture of it because I just have not come across that before. Um, Yeah, send me the photos. Um, Okay, well, 
um, the uh, the movie kids are here. Um, they have this whole plan where they're gonna ask the real Andrew to be in their trailer for their fake movie and get him to sign on to actually be in the movie and that will help them to get the film made. Um, and mm-hmm. this this plan gets interrupted, but I feel like Andrew's pretty hard up. He might have done it. He might have done it. But we'll never know. Um, while he's signing books, uh, a woman lifts up her shirt, um, asks him to sign her boobs, uh, make one out to her and one out to her dad. <laughs> make this titty out to my dad. dad yes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's a bill with a B. Yeah. And do you then, think, Oh, do you think maybe she is, um, She's an estranged daughter of the Titty Man, and uh, she just wants that memorial for her dad. The Titty Girl? Did she give him a name? No. Uh, yeah, Bill. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, Bill. What's, what's the Titty Man's name? It wasn't Bill. Um, Frank Tittyman, I think. <laughs> William F. Tittyman? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, uh, and then I, I did love this charming little bit here where, uh, you remember the back and forth between like the dude bros on the tour boat in part two, when they were like riffing back and forth about each other's brother's names and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. one of those brothers makes an appearance to like berate Andrew for mm-hmm. killing his, his yes. brother. It was, uh, Chad. Yes. He... Uh, for his brother, Skip. He gets accosted um, because people still think um, <laughs> this is where Elise chimes in. By the way, people still think that he killed all those people because his defense is that a ghost did it, and ghosts ain't real. So everyone obviously thinks Andrew did it, and then Elise goes, she scoffs. He was exonerated. I said, yeah, so was OJ. Get him. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, well, he did that, though. <laughs> like, okay, well, this dude went to court and said <laughs> a ghost killed everybody. So put that in the real world. Um, okay, so um, before the... Uh, by the way, there's a lot, of, a lot of Stephen King books featured prominently in the background of the bookstore here. I was happy to see. Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that either. Getting some love. They were all in the background. Pretty much all I could see. Uh, That and like some some fantasy novels. Um, So before the kids can get up there, uh, someone else shows up. Uh, He whips out his dick, puts it on the table, asks uh, Andrew to make it out to Linus. And when he, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when he... When he resists, <laughs> he says, quote, just sign my cock. <laughs> what are you, a homophobe? Just sign my yeah. dick. I'm going to tell everybody you're a homophobe. Sign my cock. <laughs> Hilarious. Now, in your versions, did you see his ugly balls and cock? No. 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 Well, there's a cut where you see his <laughs> extremely ugly dick and balls resting on uh, oh, the hook. 
Interesting. You right. mentioned that we might yeah. see that. And yeah, I wonder why Andrew was so like about the book. Because they're right in his fucking face. Like there's a shot where you see his face and the dick and balls and they are this close together. <laughs> and then they do a hard zoom in on this guy's ugly ass dick and balls. <laughs> Weird. You see that guy's balls? Huh. They were weird looking. No, I didn't yeah, see Yeah, no, that. I didn't see that. Um, all right. Yeah, that seems to be what they're cutting out of everything on streaming services. Hmm. Interesting. For whatever reason. Release, You're going to want those dick and balls. <laughs> release the dick and balls cut. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let's get HBO Max on this. Give Zack Snyder another $90 million to put more dicks and balls everywhere. Free the Nards. Free the Nords. I'm going to say it. Oh. cut, Adam Green. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, um, uh, Kathleen gets a phone call. She ends the, the, the book signing abruptly. Um, she takes Andrew outside, tells him that they want to take him uh, to be a part of an interview at the site of the murders. And he's like, nah. And she's like, they're going to pay you $400,000. And he's just like, nah. And she's like, they're going to pay you a million dollars. And he's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> let's rock and roll. <laughs> Cut to the plane in the air. Yes. So now we're in the plane. Um, oh, one of the things that they talk about is how there's like an entire tour business, uh, you know, at the, at the swamp swamp what i don't know what happened at the swamp site now so at the swamp there's a two of us driving through the swamp and the children cry (laughs) (laughs) yeah sometimes you're wearing a hat made out of meat another time there's a navigator driving a car what <laughs> Sorry, I'm still on Pat Oswald's show again. Okay. Whew, okay. <laughs> I thought you were doing uh, a dentist bit. That sounded like oh, no. <laughs> no. dirt to a woman. Rhino fucking your sister or whatever. Oh the hell. my god. <laughs> um, on the plane, so we we meet a whole cast of characters, uh, including Brian Quinn, who's playing Austin. Um Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just delightful in this movie, by the way. Um, oh, I love him. I do too. It made me, made me, uh, made me like nostalgic for when I used to listen to their show all the time. I haven't listened to that in years now, but um, oh, I still listen. Yeah, he's just. I just love that dude. Oh, like Smobcast Network. Mm-hmm. Brian? Yeah, that's that's Q from Tell, Tell Steve, Steve Dave. Dave. Yeah. Okay. And from Impractical Jokers. Fans, yeah. If you watch that show, which I do. Love I do. that show. I do too. It's just fun. Sometimes it's okay to watch stuff that's just fun, everybody. Doesn't have to mean anything. It's four mm-hmm. friends throwing potatoes at strangers. It's a good, sometimes it's just, you need it. It's not even that. They're always the butt of the joke. Exactly. That's what the, the show is. They're not offending anybody. They're making fun of themselves. Yeah. Everybody, make fun of yourself a little more and the world will be a... I'd like to buy the word. All right. So, 
Um, so we meet the whole crew of the show. This is the same show that he was on earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay, explain Sabrina's this to me. There. Sabrina. All right, I because I missed something. Like Felissa Rose never told him who wanted him there. She just said that she got an interview. Okay. And they offered him this amount of money, and he sure. was like, "Okay, let's go." Yeah, but like, so what I was confused about is he was already on the show, but they wanted to get—I guess they wanted to do it in the swamp. It wasn't good I enough. So okay, I—I I just was confused by that. Um, yeah. So uh, there's lots of little funny stuff on the plane, but we meet a lot of people. Uh, there's like the makeup guy, and then Quinn is the audio guy, uh, Austin. Um, there's, uh, I don't know who the girl is that works on the show, but she and Austin, uh, have been hooking up. That's Tiffany Shepard's star yeah. of probably 4 million B horror films. I was unfamiliar. I have her right here. Let's see. She, her face looked familiar, but I, I couldn't tell you what I've seen her in. I know her name Yo, is Casey. Her character's name is Um, I don't, I can't think of anything else at the fucking moment. Anyway, go ahead. It's it's huge. I'm looking at the list. But oh, she's got a quite the resume. While you're looking at it, I really I thought it, I'm usually annoyed by stuff like this, but I loved that that uh like gag from the pilot. Yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was cute. That was that uh, was. I like I have. I like written. how it just kept going and they just cut from it. Yeah. I have it written here, pilot announcements. I thought that was really funny. Um, okay. We're uh, 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 traveling at a speed of... Uh, <laughs> um, well, I'm very happy now because uh, we're about to meet Dylan. Oh, boy. <laughs> the minute he came on AKA screen... Tom Cruise. The minute he came on screen, I typed the words, oh boy, um, because I could just tell by his energy. And I was like, man, I hope this guy's not the first guy to die, because everything he says is my favorite thing anyone's ever said. He introduces himself as the king of improv in Jean Levy Parish, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> um, he's an actor who's also a tour guide in the swamp. And he's offered to take them through the swamp, um, I'm guessing for free, uh, for a part in their movie. And there's even a bit Mm -hmm. uh, later where uh, he lists off the ten other hatchet movies that people are making. And then the the kids start to get discouraged. And he's like, but all those movies are going to suck. She's like, how do you know? He's like, because none of them cast me. Uh, Dylan's a winner. (laughs) And I like him. Good God, Dylan. He has, he has one of my favorite moments in this entire movie. I'll talk about it later. He has but all of He's a favorite, great character. He has all of my favorite moments in this movie. Like he this character could have easily gone be- poorly. You could have hated him. And I thought I thought I was supposed to at first. Oh yeah. But every time like because he's so smarmy and cocky, I'm just like, "Oh yeah, okay, I'm going to hate this guy or or his stick's going to get old." But he remains endearing. Every time he's on screen, like he's really charming. He's just a good dude too. You expect him to be a douchebag, yes. but he's just an overall good dude. He's just a queen. Yeah, just the way there he- were so many instances where I wanted to be like this 
motherfucker is overacting, but it never was. It was just right the whole time. Dylan is Dylan is legit my favorite part of the movie. Um, <laughs> um, I who is it that refers to him as Vincent Crosby? Is that Q? I think it was Q that called him Vincent Crosby. I think so. Yeah, made me laugh. Um, all right, so the girls are going to film a scene for the movie. That's my big hang-up about this. They want to get a close-up of uh, Rose reciting the curse, Rose. the voodoo curse. Um, Why? That will, yeah, this is always a bad idea. Um, now, maybe I glanced you away. a way to get him back. Maybe I glanced away and I didn't see it. But what are they filming this close-up with? Because I don't see any film equipment anywhere. Ever. No idea. Did Alex have a backpack, I think? I think they were wanting to do it on their phone or something. They don't have cameras. They don't have boom mics. They don't have anything. They got a makeup artist. I just assume it was on their phone. Yeah, I, th- that was that was my. Oh, big you mean like the Sabrina show crew? No, because all I saw, um, even with them, like I think I maybe saw like a boom pole for a mic, but I saw like a digital camera, like a photo camera, and that's it. Well, no, yeah, but about the kids, but they're in a plane, so I would assume they have some sort of storage like outside under the plane. I don't know how private jets work, but um, or those old charter jets, but uh the kids are like going to film this thing to get their movie made and they've brought nothing to film with. Sorry to unravel reality, everybody, but somebody throw a camera. They're filming the movie with cameras. I've just assumed they'd probably catch one in frame. (laughs) So we could be like, Oh, it must be one of the kids. You know, I'm here to tell you, you can rent cameras, even if they're working on a shoestring budget here. Uh-huh. I would know. Uh-huh. See? <clears throat> and I'm going to repeat what I said earlier. <laughs> what you're doing is thinking about it. What I'm going to need you to do is not think about it so much. Well, you're not thinking about it for Just long, with Doug. You feel. <laughs> you're not thinking about it for long because some shit goes down in the plane. Um... <laughs> There's some, what I would call severe turbulence, <laughs> which leads to a hole in the plane. And, um, <laughs> uh, the makeup artist getting sucked out of the hole in the plane. Uh, one guy gets sucked out the window, but not before he gets fucking vomited on all over his face. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of my favorite moments in the movie. Um, oh gosh. Um, oh man. Not to be not to be outdone by my absolute favorite moment in the movie, <laughs> when the corpse falls from the plane, and it's just like mangled and burnt or whatever has gone on with it, and then Dylan stops to check its pulse. The fucking best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I, this thing, this thing looks like hamburger meat, and Dylan's like, "Hang on, 
injectables. Hey, he's oh, a treasure. He's just trying to help. He's dead. I love him. Um, but they scatter and they leave that fucking phone playing, auto playing YouTube videos, reading these curses. Yep. Which <sighs> YouTube videos? The mm-hmm. end of humanity. There's 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 some commentary about YouTube videos earlier on as well, um, where Dylan's like YouTube. There's nothing on there except idiots and idiots watching other idiots play video games or something like that. It's true. Um, and that this was four years ago, and that's still what's that's true. still what it is. Um, all right, uh, it's even more popular now. I know, it's crazy. Um, all right, uh, <laughs> amazingly, <laughs> Kathleen has slept through the crash because she's on so many drugs. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, she was offering people. Uh, she had like a Ziploc baggie full of uh, random shit, and she was offering everybody some that needed to go to sleep during the plane ride. And then I guess she took all of them because she slipped through a, an entire crash. Um, let's see. Uh, they find the plane. <laughs> Dylan informs them that their plane has crashed once again. Adorable. <laughs> um, oh god the makeup guy so they go to check on him because his legs are like sticking out of the wall and it's just like half a torso hanging the whole top half of his body's gone and his intestines just like got them sausage guts. oh man <laughs> this is so good intestines oozes out when they touch him yes <sighs> okay sorry go ahead no go what's up no, there's just a massive lag. It's throwing every, it's throwing me off big time. Oh, um, sorry. Go ahead, Kim. No, this was like the I was already at this point angry that no one was fucking helping Casey stuck under these seats. Get this bitch a tube to breathe through. There are tubes hanging from yes. the ceiling, so she's pinned under the seats. Water is rushing into the plane slowly, but it's coming on in. Yes, and she's gonna have trouble breathing here. There are so many different apparatus hanging from all over the plane to help this bitch breathe and you're just gonna let her drown early it, on i was pissed about this it's also revealed that she's pregnant correct which you know mm-hmm. you, maybe she was i don't know about after that crash though I, I don't think this is something that we're gonna need to be worried about but um oh was this was this another really cute Dylan moment where he's leaning down yes. talking to her and he's yes Austin has dead. been Austin has been taken out of the plane because yeah. his foot's hurt and then he says Austin's dead and then Austin reappears and says I'm alive he said Austin's alive Austin <laughs> that was so cute um what was but the, help this bitch Damn what's it. her what's her name Casey Casey. All right, we got to get into the Casey of it right now. It's a little out of order, but this this plot line is dark, and um, very much so. It is not fun like the rest of the movie is. In fact, when it finally plays out, it's just like, what is this David Lynch shit doing in the middle of (laughs) of this fucking being hard to watch? Yeah, it's really upsetting. 
and it's kind of just like, and and I think it has an effect on me for like the last few minutes of the movie where I'm just like, I don't understand why this is part of the movie. Like, I wish she could have died in some way that was fun because, uh, this is just a downer. She was the only person that wasn't killed that was killed, but not by Victor Crowley. It's really weird. And I don't know. I don't know. Like, oh, and the dude that fell out of the plane. That's true. But I, I don't know. There's something going on here. This is such a weird part of this movie. And it's a weird part of the whole thing because there, there's nothing else like this that happens in the rest of the series. Like this is a weird character who's stuck, who's pregnant, who nobody can help for some reason. And then she just slowly drowns and it's not done for any like big effect. And then everybody just kind of moves on from it afterward. I don't know why it's in the movie. It's a huge downer. And I I don't know. Like if she'd gotten like it ripped is, in but, half. Go ahead. But to be fair, they had to move on because they were being chased by a madman. That's true. But it's almost like. I don't know. It's it's really weird. It sticks out, and I don't understand it. And it's like in a movie that just like celebrates like these weird fun deaths. There's this like there's this really really upsetting one in the middle of it, and it's not really dealt with. And I don't know if it needed to happen. I don't know. It's it's a big it's a big especially, issue I have with this movie. Especially that the purest character in this entire movie is the one who takes on the brunt of it. Dylan is holding her hand as she dies. And that was so hard to watch. Yeah. It's really odd. It's a really odd scene. Like I could, I just don't know. I just don't know what he was thinking. I would like to watch the commentary and maybe he, maybe he shines some, some light on this. Um, I just Probably just wrote it just to get Tiffany Sheffis in the, in the movie. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's just a really, it's, it just stands out from everything else that happens in the movie. And it's like, when it happened, I was just like waiting for the, I was waiting for like the joke to happen. Here or, comes the joke. Yeah. I was waiting for something to kind of relieve the tension. Uh, but it, but it just never did. So anyway, that, that happens later on, but, um, okay. Let's see. Uh, cut to this very perfectly timed, um, Reverend Zombie <laughs> yes. video that's now auto played on this phone. Now that's, that's the correct way to say the curse. <laughs> yeah, that's that's nice. I like the Tony Todd cameo um, there. Um, oh boy, they hear somebody saying "Daddy." Uh, oh man, there is a great um, there is a great Texas Chainsaw Massacre two homage here. Where, um, they, the Crowley house is gone, but they've built like a, a tourist attraction version of it with the most. This is where light. I take great issue. What's up? Great, great issue. Okay. Chloe and Alex. Yes. Have a binder full of Victor Crowley facts and stuff. And they don't know about the memorial that's there. Hmm. That pissed me off that they were so surprised to find this memorial. I was so mad. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're making a movie, a well-researched movie about this. Hmm. 
Yeah. Anyway, I didn't, I didn't notice that, but you're right. I think Doug. I think Doug's catch-all answer is gonna is gonna apply here as well, though. I think it goes without saying. <laughs> I think we just cut and paste it if we need to. <laughs> yeah. But man, this this suddenly Victor that I yeah. knew was coming scared <laughs> the shit out of me. Victor. <laughs> He's cutting it's my head me. off. <laughs> um boy, if if Adam Green's not working on the on the hatchet musical, <laughs> give me a call, brother. I got nothing going on. Um, yeah. So this is a this is a this is a shot like straight out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, where um, Leatherface is is hiding in the uh, like the record room, um, and that light oh, comes yeah, on. Dude, I've seen that. I've seen that movie. That scares ten. me every fucking time I've seen seen it. I know it's coming. Yeah, but that still is one of the best jump scares ever ever shot yeah i saw this one coming a mile away because that light comes on and they're standing in that doorway and it goes dark and yep. i told elise i was like oh my god they're doing a texas chainsaw massacre and i still jumped when that motherfucker came running through the door like yep. it's a it's a good scare and they did it they did it justice i liked it a lot um let's see uh oh god this kill was the hammer so- kill Gnarly. This is hard to watch. Yeah. This was wild. The fucking hammer into the eyeballs, just gouging them out, and then claw end. Yeah, yeah, the claw end, and then the sticking the claw like under, like in the chin, like up through the bottom of the chin, and then just like prying until he pries the fucking head off. Insane. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Oh, so brutal. The like the lower jaw was disconnected and his teeth were just floating in his mouth. Yep, I didn't notice <laughs> that, but <laughs> it's dude, it's fucked up. It is fucked up. It's brutal. It might be one of the most brutal kills of the entire fucking series. It's up there. Whew. Okay. Um, Four out. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. There's some more, there's some more, uh, there's some more cute Dylan oh, stuff here <laughs> where he's trying to break a window. <laughs> what were you going to say? <clears throat> oh, sorry. <laughs> I was um, yeah, no, this, I, I don't guess I noted the, the Dylan breaking the window stuff, but, uh, I noted here the, the plane starts taking more water and you get like some Victor scheming kind of stuff where he Ooh, this he's... previously unbreakable window he smashes Chloe's face through it and then drags her still alive out as like bait. Yeah, yeah. He's mean as hell. Stuck on the plane. Yeah, Crowley's going fishing this time around. Like, um, yeah. So the whole the whole window breaking was that. Uh, Dylan thought that if he could break the window and hold his cell phone like out the window, he might get a signal. So he's trying to kick the windows open and and Austin points out that he's an asshole because there's another window broken on the other side of the plane to which Dylan's like, no, cell towers are on this side. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me, I know this area. Yeah, he's precious. 
Um, let's see. Uh, we found out here too that um, some to call back to Andrew's divorce. He mentioned we found out here that Sabrina is the person that he was married to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And oh, and has- another really cute Dylan moment where uh, he asks um, Rose for a kiss to go out and save Chloe. Um, yes, and he says, I yeah. don't care that you have a dick. <laughs> it's like, I don't. Yeah, we, we jumped over that joke from earlier. Yeah. I don't remember that joke. Yeah, she, I mean, she. She says, like, no, I don't. This is an inside joke, but I don't remember the joke. He was hitting when on her. When they first meet Dylan, yeah. he was hitting on her, and she just flat out looked at him and said, I have a dick. And he, he was like, oh, okay, and walked off. Yeah. Oh, so he was just being cute. Yes. Yeah. Um. No, I think he probably thought she had one, and he was just like, you know what? I love her. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if she when has one. Mm-hmm. Don't matter what kind of junk she's got, and that's true, folks. That's um, true. let's see. Oh yeah, so this is you. You already mentioned he leaves Chloe on that hill and fucks off into the swamp. Um, when they when Dylan does go outside, like he's suddenly he's on top of the plane. He's just hanging out up there, <laughs> just creeping, yeah. swamp creeping. Um, oh, and then, okay, so, uh, fucking Kathleen freaks out at some point and she takes off out into the swamp. Like, she can't handle it anymore. Uh, but not before fucking Austin gets the top of his head cut off and then his brain just fucking, like, plops out of his Rolls out. Did you, if you blinked, you missed... When his his top of his scalp was flung into the plane, it landed on Land, Casey's face. Yes, her drowning <laughs> face. Yes, she can't catch a break. No, and then so he dies. Um, now, Felissa Rose, Kathleen, she's out in the swamp. She has a cell phone in her hand, gets her arm cut off, and then that mm-hmm. arm shoved back up through her somewhere but deep enough that it erupted oh, we know where. <laughs> yeah. deep enough that it erupted out the top of her mouth with still holding the the cell phone in her hand um, she kind of mm-hmm. had that, that um, uh, the I don't her jaw was like super stretched like hyper extended open yes the yeah. reach toothbrush the reach commercial toothbrush, shit from part yes. one. <laughs> um, this and was, that was the highest toner five. Woo. That was, right on out. That was rough. Elise was Elise was about to end our whole marriage for this. <laughs> she was not happy to have seen Was that where she gave the, the biggest uh-uh? Um, yeah, she... <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> crank a bleed flower? Yeah. <laughs> I did love this really cute callback or like this um, trope that is replayed right here. After that happens to Kathleen, uh, 
the camera pans across all the windows of everybody just watching on in horror. Yes. And the last one is Rose and she vomits that like corn and pea mixture. <laughs> yes. P-E-A, P-E-A, corn and pea soup mixture onto the, the window. Yeah, the fucking corn and vegetable medley from Kroger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Victor makes his way back to the plane, uh, goes ahead and gives Chloe the old head stomp, though. This is a, this is a Crowley classic. Uh, just smashes her fucking head in. Well, he toys with them at first. He yeah. hovers his foot around her face, and everyone's mm. all like, no! And then just smashes it on in. Um, my next note here is that the pregnant lady drowns. This is not fun. <laughs> the movie is wildly fun. She even gets a scalp on her face at one point, so I'm just like, she's going to be... <laughs> She's going to be fine, or she's finally going to get out of there, and then Crowley's going to show up and do it. But it's just this weird, dour moment. Nope, he suffers. Yeah, it's awful. Um, and poor Dylan. She's holding his hand, and he's just, like, howling in agony at this poor woman dying that he can't do anything about. Except he could. Anyone could have given her something to fucking breathe through. I'm not going to shut up about it. Mm-mm. You Make shouldn't. that bitch a snorkel. Come on. Yeah, there's something. Um. Okay. Uh, we find out here that there was never a million dollars. Uh, there's going to be $25,000 to pay Andrew for his interview. Um. We also find out that he was in like a hair metal band named Haddonfield. Amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. She goes in on him. Yeah, she's rough. Uh, <laughs> we find out that Dylan had a YouTube channel or something. I forget what it was, but it was called Chillin' with Dylan. <laughs> it's either his podcast or a YouTube channel. I don't remember what I he said it was. Yeah, it's called Chillin' with Dylan. He had that was 80, YouTube. Yeah, he's like, I got 86 subscribers. And he like looked around and goes, well, probably 85 now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so right here is where I noted because um, you know Rose kind of puts Sabrina in her place. Like, quit talking so much shit to this dude. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, but she also like Andrew goes to thank her, and she also is just kind of a jerk to him. Why are they still going in on him so hard when there's evidence now that Victor Crowley is real? They are still going. Oh, they're so mean to him about the possibility of him being responsible for all those deaths 10 years ago. But Victor Crowley is right here. You've seen him lay off. Well, he's real now, but who's to say that that ghost didn't just show up now? (laughs) I I don't like it. I don't like it. There's another great uh, Dylan moment here where he's like, maybe he comes back every 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> this is brought up three or four times. Oh, yeah. This is where Rose said that she's probably, her and her crew are probably responsible because they played those curses over and over again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Kathleen's body shows back up somehow. Um, did Victor throw her there? I don't know. It didn't seem like it. Yeah, he tossed her. Mm, okay. Uh, 
so they get the phone out of her hand that's been pushed through her body. <laughs> um, and the phone still works. Oh, here's another problem I have. And Doug, I already know the answer, but I have to bring it up. Um, they can't use the phone to call for help because they don't know the password. But anyone with a cell phone knows that you can make an emergency phone call without a password on any type of device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I, apo- I apologize. I know what I was doing, and I'm going to stop doing it. But I just had to had to be said. The thing is, y'all ain't never going to stop doing it. <laughs> I'm going to be here to remind your ass to stop doing it. Um. All right. Oh, boy, this is a great moment where Crowley headbutts the window. We get a nice peekaboo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Hey, y'all got that cooter phone in here? (laughs) New from Sprint. (laughs) Cooter That's definitely his voice. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Daddy! Daddy! (laughs) Um, All right. Um, The belt sander is back. Uh, oh, it's back with got, vengeance. Gotta, gotta be back. motherfucking thing on him. Yeah. <laughs> got that sander holster. And him over all gas from, That's what I was saying. He's got a fucking <laughs> gas tank somewhere. Um, anyways, they come up with the <sighs> idea. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Doug's about to storm out of here. Because <laughs> we're thinking about it. Too much. Um, okay. Uh, they come up with a plan to... Um, they realize that the plane still has power. And if it still has power, they can get where the engine started. And then they can use... Um, they can use the engine uh, to kill uh, Victor Crowley. Um... So Dylan makes his way to the cockpit. Um, what? This is where I noted one of my favorite, like, purest moments in this movie. Okay. Dylan's just like excitement and kicking the controls, and he finally gets them on. He's so proud of himself, as he should be. He just says, that sheer joy on his face. It's Dylan time. Dylan time. <laughs> um. <laughs> So cute. Before Dylan time, like the that uh the pilot's body like falls like kind of over on him and he just goes, No. Well, it falls (laughs) toward him and he opens his mouth with his tongue out. Yes. And then he puts it away. I don't get it. He's He's just a goose. He is. And then we get Dylan time. Uh Crowley's on board the plane. Um, but the others have, uh, swam out of the hole in the plane. Um, but, uh, Andrew goes back, um, to save Dylan. And then, uh, Crowley and Andrew, uh, face off. I don't remember what happens here. Cause the next note. There's some other stuff with like Sabrina and Rose Oh, um, they run off to the, the cabin area, and, and Rose, he's following them. 
Rose goes out in the woods. Rose goes out in the woods, and Elise says, "Why didn't she just climb a tree?" And then seconds later, climbed a tree. She climbed a tree. After he, after Victor heard her teardrop, he didn't hear her climb a tree. Look, you don't know what sort of supernatural hearing is like. Right. You're supposing that Victor Crowley, a man who's mutated everywhere but his hands, has normal human ears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I do know that he fucks up Sabrina's face. Man, he, like, squishes her face. Oh, yeah. And he catches her lower jaw, and her face is, like, caved in between her jaws. So gross. Yeah, and then he chops her head off. Like, if that wasn't bad enough. Um, this is intercut with uh, Dylan calling for help on the radio, addressing himself as Captain Dylan and General Dylan. And then Admiral Dylan. Admiral Dylan. He also General Ad- Admiral Commodore or whatever. He also says this is a consulate ship on a diplomatic mission. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's see. Uh, okay, so they now they're standing off at the plane. They've got the flare gun. Um, it's Chloe, Dylan, Andrew, and Crowley. Um, Rose. Chloe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I mixed them up. Rose. Um, so they're going to um, <laughs> they're gonna shoot. Uh, Victor Crowley with the flare gun knock him into the um, knock him into the plane engine turbine yes thank you they miss with the flare gun terribly <laughs> um, in fact they do shoot him once it gets him right in the eye and Dylan says you're a great shot with that and Andrew said I was aiming for his balls <laughs> uh <laughs> So the next shot misses completely, and Crowley watches the flare go by. Hilarious. Um, it was very cute when Rose tries Rose. to throw the hatchet that she has, yeah, she and it falls way short. Dude, Rose <laughs> throws that hatchet so dramatically, and it falls like a foot short, like not even close. Not even that, it's like 10 feet short, she and said, then he's like, what the fuck are you doing? She like so confidently before she threw. Oh, she said something like, "Though she be but little, she is fierce." She is fierce. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't so come good. close. She tried. She it's really such did. a good moment. And then Dylan gets the big hero moment where he looks her in the eye and he says, "I would have had your babies." And he boops her fucking nose. How cute! And then he <laughs> throws himself and Crowley into the turbine. Blood spurts everywhere. Andrew's about to yell fuck, and then the movie cuts off very abruptly, in hatchet fashion. Mm-hmm. And um, then I made a, I'm, you know, I made that note, and then I went to the bathroom, so I don't know when this scene in the credits happened, but I, I missed yeah, it. you, it happened pretty quickly. It was mm. just they cut to a news report. There was like a crash. Uh, there's been a plane crash near Honey Island Swamp. And um, they cut to, uh, they're like, we have a guy live on scene via uh, phone. And it's just Adam Green. He's playing an EMT. He's like, yeah, there's bodies everywhere. Blah, 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 blah. And then they cut to the camera. And you see Andrew and Rose walking. 
and they're like oh we have some survivors and one of them appears to be andrew young who was there 10 years ago and then they zoom out from the tv and then that's when they cut to mary beth pumping a shotgun she was like i've been waiting on you you motherfucker mm. then they go back to the credits okay question yes. did she fake her death she did what because no, there was kidding. a lone survivor a lone survivor which was andrew first go round. maybe she maybe she just treated herself and walked off <clears throat> i guess yeah maybe she used that as an opportunity to to start over and like not just not be found just made a new identity it so they, they have her painted out as like a fucking lunatic. She's got like cat statues and uh, she's in this like old rocking chair. I don't know. She like looked- a Lori Strode from Halloween 2018. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I'm not upset that I missed that. Um, because like, I didn't really miss her at all in this movie. I thought it was interesting that Andrew was the main character this time. And, uh, because he's, he's typically my favorite character, uh, in every installment, of course, now they've given me Dylan and then just taken him away, which I think could have spun Dylan off into his own sitcom. But <laughs> uh, fun fact, Dylan time. you can live if you get sucked into a uh, turbine of an airplane. Okay, so maybe Dylan's so, kicking around. Maybe. I mean, I mean, this is going to have to be because Crowley is coming back. Hopefully, for Victor Crowley 2 or Hatchet 5, whichever one comes out first. Yeah, I mean, and this is the same... If it ever happens. This is the same series where the Andrew character has played a couple different characters, so I feel like, you know... Oh, uh, that actor's going to be in it regardless. Yeah, so I feel <laughs> like we could bring... I feel like we could bring Dylan back as his, his, his brother as well, Willen, and we'll just move right along. <laughs> Or they could just be like, or I literally, they could be like, man, I pushed Crowley and then I tripped and fell under the turbine. And I would have been like, great. This is a, that's a great explanation. And that's all I need. We got more Dylan time. That's all I want. Uh, yeah, man, I loved this movie. This is, uh, I mean, honestly, I'd probably go like uh, Hatchet and then Victor Crowley, like in that order. Those being my favorites. And then two and then three. I agree. Um, I'd have to say this one's my favorite one. This is so good. It's so good. There's I've seen it a bunch. This is the one I've seen the most out of the four. There's something I've special. Seen this one, probably said three times. There's something special to me about that first one, but um, I this one this one's probably the most fun to watch though, with the one exception. Yeah. Um, but it's a good time, and most of it's in that plane, which I was I was kind of like surprised to see, but it makes sense for like a low budget movie, and it's kind of a you know we've seen them in the swamp three times already, so like why not, you know? Yeah, I love the direction it went in. I do too. I thought it was really cool. Um, the kills were gnarly. Um, like I said, I thought it was really fun that Andrew ended up being like the focus of the movie. Um, rather than like Mary Beth showing up. If she'd showed up in this one, I probably still would have enjoyed it, but I would have been like, I don't know. I like the, it just felt different. And I liked that. And I don't know, just, it was pretty bare bones. Crowley kills people. That's what he does. That's what I like to see. Favorite kill. 
It's got to be the hammer. I was about to say, everybody on three. That's cooter fine. phone. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the I most mean, cooter ludicrous phone was the most fun, but my favorite was with Alex. Yeah, that hammer was fucking. The yeah. hammer one was the most brutal. That's one of the probably the most brutal of the entire series. I mean, I think so. Top top three. At oh, least. Uh, what are the? Oh, what are your top three hatchet kills, man? If you had to, if you had to rip them off. Uh, I put the hammer on hammer, there. Definitely hammer. Um, curb stomp from two. Yeah. And now uh, you're a big fan of that reach toothbrush. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That would be my number one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I would it. put those. I put those same ones on there. Those are the most memorable from each movie. I think. I don't think yeah. there's anything super memorable from three. Like I said, the the kills in three, I felt like we're just kind of like, there there's some in there. There's some cool ones. I, the defibrillator is really cool. Um, defibrillator is cool. The when he kills dude that played Jason by ripping his skull out and his yeah, skin, like, that was plate. really that was really cool. But it just felt like those kills were like rushed through or like looked over. Or they were trying not to focus on them as much. I don't know. I, I like when they're front and center and ridiculous and hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. I, Kendall, hammer, what's your favorite? I know number one is uh pregnant lady dying. What's yep. number two? <laughs> one, two and three brother. <laughs> I just, Alex's, yeah, that, like, mushy jaw, like, lower teeth floating around in his mouth. Yeah. Pushed me over the edge. It's definitely my favorite. That shit was wild. I don't know. It's, it's hard to, I don't know, on the spot, I don't know if I could tell you what my, like, top three are, but I like all the ones that y'all mentioned. My favorite's probably Alex, though. Well, where would you rank the uh, the movies? Same as Caleb. Um, one, four, two, three. Same. It's just good, man. This is a good series. The, even the yeah, can't go wrong with any of them. They're all fun. Yeah, even even what I considered to be the weakest of the four was stuff. He still had a fucking blast watching it and and talking about it. Like it's just it's just fun. This has definitely been the most fun I've had on a series in a, in a while. Not that I don't always have fun, but this has been the most fun for a while. I've hated all of it up yeah. until this point. I'm just, I'm so sad that I missed the episode uh, with the first one, but such is life. Mm. Man, I love all four of you. A one-off in the bathroom like Caleb does with Kurt Russell talk and send it to yeah. us. We'll post it. It'll be your hatchet one review. While you're taking it All right. <laughs> That's the name of the show. All right. When Victor Crowley. <laughs> Grunts and splashes. It's your boy. Yeah. That's trademarked. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> Grunts and splashes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Can uh, that be the name of our production company? Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, us. Oh, man. Guys, I've had a lot of fun talking about the Hatchet movies. This was a really good series. It was funner than hell. I think it's a great way to kick off the year. I think it's a great way to say goodbye to a shitty year. I think it's just a great way to just... Uh, I think it's just great. It was it's just a so, big great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a One big, big fun. Yeah. Um, well, it has come to an end. Um, there's no more hatchet for now, but you best believe as we always do. Um, if for some reason, uh, a hatchet movie, somebody puts the hatchet signal in the sky. If we're out in the swamp and I hear daddy, we will reconvene, uh, the hatchet series to, uh, to cover it. So. Until then, we're going to leave Victor Crowley in the swamp, and uh, I'm sure hope I'm sure we'll get to revisit one day. Oh, yeah. But, Doug, why don't you tell the fine folks what's happening in the month of February? I sure as hell will. Well, sir, um, that their Valentine's Day is in the month of February, so we're going to sure. celebrate... Uh, the month of love month with a series called Love Hurts. Well, yeah. we're talking about horror love stories. That's right, folks. We're kicking it off with Caleb's pick, where okay. we're retalking Ooh. John Carpenter's Christine. That's right. Now with Kendall. It's a Carpenter re rant. And this will be my first mm-hmm. watch of Christine. Um, we're talking about horror love stories and I wanted to, well, I mean this, I mean, this is a love story. There's, there's a love triangle, quadrangle, whatever you want to call it. There's love to go around in this movie. That's a square, square, brother. (laughs) (laughs) You heard them quad angles you learned about in math class so long ago. I think they renamed them squares, but we'll go with the old English quad angle. (laughs) <laughs> love square didn't sound good <laughs> and yours did <laughs> well people would have just breezed right by it if we hadn't drawn attention to it it's a real horseshoe situation <laughs> and now it's time for Caleb's quadrangle quadrangle oh man so um, you know, there's a lot of love going around in this movie. And, um, when Doug and I originally talked about it, like almost three years ago or almost four years ago, actually, um, hit up those archives. Yeah. Check it out. I mean, there's some funny stuff that goes on in there. We talk about Papa John's and stuff, but we don't really talk about Christine all that much. Um, and also I had never seen Christine when we originally watched it for the podcast. When I watched it, I was kind of like. Uh, just unimpressed by it, but I've seen it a couple of times since then, and it's really grown on me. It's a movie I like a lot, so I'd like to watch it and discuss it, you know, with with that mindset. And and Kindle wasn't on that episode, and it's just an excuse to watch a John Carpenter movie on this John Carpenter podcast. So we're rewatching Christine. Mm-hmm. I'll find a re I'll find a reason to rewatch every one of those movies. Just you just wait. Um. But uh, right. yeah, we're kicking things off with Christine. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a cool flick. Grab a <laughs> copy. Check it out. 
But yeah. Do it. Love hurts. Kicking yeah. off right here. Next week. Next week. Can't um, wait to hear George Thurgood. Yeah. Oh, man. Never mind. Let's <laughs> cancel the whole thing. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Before we get out of here, let's do a little horn shoe. Um, the big thing uh, I wanted to discuss was the the King Kong Godzilla trailer. Uh, Woo! Man. Just can't wait. Act. Yeah. Can't wait. And the terrible music. What was that about? <laughs> Holy well, shit. That was so weird. Um, hopefully that's just for the trailer and not I'm, in the movie. I'm sure it is, but it's just like the the music was so epic, and then they were like, All right, now let's needle drop this like kind of like hip hop rock song. You know, just over a, you know the fight I've been waiting for years to see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That I was, mean, it's they basically put break stuff by Limp Biscuit over a I mean fight that, King Kong and Godzilla. That probably would have been better. This was <laughs> even no, more generic. But it was just like I don't know, man. Uh, that was a weird choice, but nevertheless i'm i'm very excited about the about the movie and a little right, like it's gonna be fun like grayson was watching the, like grayson watched the trailer and i've been trying to get him to watch um those movies with me but he like he won't it's not that he won't watch it it's just that i guess he doesn't think he's gonna be interested in it so he's just not feeling it um but especially like skull island i'm like dude you're gonna fucking love this let's just let's watch it and he like he hadn't been into it yet but he watched the trailer with us today and he when Godzilla like bursts up out of the water and like hits King Kong the first time, Grayson just goes, Oh my god. <laughs> and then he was just like he watched the rest of that trailer with his eyes just like fucking saucer big. Um Yeah, me and my, my two sons watched it probably three or four times. Yeah, I will they say they were really into it. I will say this is I'm just a little like it's just a little on the disappointing end that like I won't be able to go see that on a giant fucking screen because that's what I want. But I'm going to watch it at home where it's safe. But man, oh man, if ever there was something I wanted to see as big as a fucking building, it was that movie right there. Um, but uh, it's going to be, it looks epic. I can't wait. Dude, that shot where King Kong just fucking punches him in the face oh, and rocks dude. the shit out of his face. Oh, man. It just looks so like a blast. Good. I hope there's lots of that in there. Um. Also, oh, yeah. somebody took some screen grabs. When and it looks like I'm March. Peter's and HBO Max, same day. Yeah, March 26th. Yeah. Um, somebody took some screen grabs of a moment. It looks like Mecha Godzilla is in the is like briefly shown in the trailer. I had theories of that after the the end credit scenes of King of the King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're gonna see we're gonna see Mecha Godzilla. I we I'm sure we're going to. Oh well, they said in the trailer they're like oh, we don't know why Godzilla's attacking people randomly now. I'm like it's he's a robot. Mm. <laughs> Controlled by somebody. Mm. Interesting. Just like the original Mechagodzilla movie. Yeah. Or they could have got a hold of that fucking um, convenient orca machine 
and rigged it to control them. I'm I'm pumped. Who knows? I'm gonna rewatch Gareth Edwards Godzilla. I'm gonna rewatch Skull Island, and I'm gonna rewatch King of the Monsters because I saw it theatrically and I did not enjoy it at all. Um, but a lot of people told me I'm incorrect about that, so no one's told me specifically. Oh, I love all those movies. But I just that one I just was so disappointed in, but people seem to love it, and I'm just like, all right, well maybe Grayson will watch it. But I was like, who's gonna win this fight? And he was like, King Kong, and I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, because he looks like a dinosaur. I'm like, no, that one's Godzilla. He goes, oh, well then Godzilla. <laughs> oh, you're drunk again. Oh, damn. <laughs> he didn't know their names. So he just... Whichever one looked like the dinosaur he thought was going to win. But yeah, man, that trailer looks incredible. Can't wait. Good stuff. That's all the news I really was going to talk about. I thought that was the most pressing thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Anybody got any rants recommends? Nope. I got a couple. Hit it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to reiterate legend of the woolly swamp by Charlie Daniels band. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, I watched, uh, one of my favorite classics. Oh brother, where art thou again Mm. today? Uh, never not recommend that movie. Um, and I watched a new to me movie today. Cannot believe this is the first time I watched this movie. I watched The Wiz, and I highly recommend it to anyone and everyone. I'm shocked you never seen The time. Wiz. I know. I'm ashamed to say that I hadn't seen it until today because I'm. I mean, you y'all know my favorite movie of all time is The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. So you'd never seen Return of Oz until you you came over and watched it at my house that one time. Correct. Right? Yeah, uh, so you're like that a purist. Is- you're like, I only watch the original. <laughs> I can't say I blame her. Return to Oz is fucking frightening. Yeah, it's a fucked yeah. up movie. And that Sam Raimi one was uh, disappointing. Yeah, not good. Um, I remember thinking it was fine when I saw it, but I literally couldn't tell you anything that happened. It's just Zach Braff is all you really need to know. It's precious. Yeah, it's one of those oh, things. Oh, yeah, he was one of the monkeys, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where I'm like, I saw that movie, I know I saw it, and I remember when I saw it, I was like, this is pretty good, but I've never seen it again, and I don't remember anything that happened. Wasn't Mila Kunis the Wicked Witch? Yep. Boy, I don't remember that at all. Poor casting. Yeah, I just remember me and my wife went and saw it in the theaters. Yeah, I saw it in the theater, too. Did I I maybe see it with y'all, Doug? Yeah, we took you to see it. That's right. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't like shit on it, but it's not something I would like. It is pay a movie I have seen Kindle. <laughs> but not even because um, I wouldn't say I'm like a Wizard of Oz purist. I wouldn't go that far, but it just isn't a great movie. Mm. Won't watch Return to Oz. Won't watch The Wiz. Doesn't recommend Sam Raimi's Oz. Sounds like you're a purist. Have you okay, read the I am. I Have you know. read the books? Yes, I have. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> I was about to be like, no, fuck books. Is <laughs> <laughs> that movie or die? Anyway, you watched the um, Yes, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It is. Mm-hmm. 
great. It's yeah. very fun. Highly recommend. It's pretty long. Um, man, there's some really cool shit in that movie. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Same. My parents hated it. You can, I'll let you guess why. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine why I didn't see it growing up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're from the South. Not that my parents would have been like, no, that movie's not coming in our house, but that wouldn't have been something my like my mom when she was making a blockbuster run would have been like, oh, this one. Yeah, you know. my my parents weren't my parents weren't into like a horse of a different color. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I was I thought maybe that was subtle. <laughs> I remember being so jazzed. Oh. I remember seeing Creed and it just blew my mind because it's this beautiful movie and it takes a it takes a property that I love so much and, and instead of making something cheap and throw away with it, they do something insane and it's just beautiful and it's wonderful and I and I grew up loving the Rocky movies so much and I told my dad, I'm like, Creed is the, like one of the best movies I've seen in like 10 years. I'm like, I want to take you to see Creed and I just remember my dad being like, looks too urban to me. And I was just like, okay, never mind. <laughs> Fucking just all the air went out of my balloon. <laughs> Imagine living that life. I just, oh my, my God. I'm like, dude, I'm here to tell you I fucking wept in that movie. It was so beautiful. And it like, and it just stands with the Rocky Cannon so perfectly. And I'm like, you won't watch it because of what it takes place in the same city. What are you talking about? I think we all know. <laughs> that like hurts me to hear. That is so fucking sad. I know. I know. Yeah, and disturbing. What anyway. are you gonna do? Anyway, that's all I've got. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I recommend Creed. Uh, <laughs> you may have read my dad's. You, yeah. <laughs> You may have read my dad's review on uh, Stop the Steal slash Right Wing slash Blogspot slash dot go. Yeah, on Parlor <laughs> that said it's too urban, but I'm here to tell you it's beautiful. It's a wonderful human experience, Creed. <laughs> um, what else did I watch this week? Uh, I okay, so whenever it was John Carpenter's birthday, I was just like, man, I'm. Um, and we just talked about watching Christine and I was just like, I want to watch some other John Carpenter movies, but I didn't go for, I didn't go for the thing or for Halloween cause I've seen him like 20 times. So I rewatched in the mouth of madness cause I got the screen factory Blu-ray back, uh, in October when they were doing that sale and I just had, I have not watched it yet. So, um, I watched that ton of fun. What a fun movie that is. Goes off the rails. It's weird. I have some issues with it, but uh, <laughs> overall, it's still it's still what a cool idea and a and a fun movie. Um, and it's and it's kind of check nice. out the archives. Yeah, check out the archives. We 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 broke it down, but it's kind of nice to revisit. You know, something that's not considered like one of his fucking you know greater works, and it's still it good. is now. It had this re- resurgence. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it definitely, definitely is a cult following, but I don't think anybody's holding it up with like the thing or Halloween or or Escape from New York. Um, but I I like to watch those movies that aren't like, you know, the the most famous ones because it's still a really good movie. Um, you know, it's just a little wacky, but it, it's pretty cool. So in the mouth of madness is on there. Um, and then I followed that up with Escape from New York because I was just like, fuck, I'm ready. It's been, I haven't watched, I probably watched that movie four times when we were getting ready to do that podcast. And so, you know, you just got to kind of step away from in St. Louis. Yeah, that's right. Um, you just kind of have to step away when you've, when you've seen something a bunch like back to back like that. And so I haven't watched it in almost four years, and I put it on, and I was just, it sucked right back in. It was a great fucking movie. Um, check out the archive. Yeah, check it out, man. Escape from New York. That is a good episode. Um, let's see what else. Um, excuse me. I think that's it. Um. Oh, uh, Tom Cruise Marathon continues. Been reading anything? Um, Legend, four times. Yeah, I watched Legend four times. Now, I started reading a book, but I'm not far enough into it yet to, like, I don't know if it's a recommend or not yet. Has um, popped and hopped on? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> uh, we watched Mission Impossibles three and four this weekend. Um, so we're just, you know, cruise control over here. So, um, you recommending those? Of course, yeah. Uh, Speed two. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> uh, Mission Impossible three has Philip Seymour Hoffman as the villain, and he's probably the best villain in the history of that franchise. So good. Um, and then Mission Impossible four, uh, Brad Bird directed, and it it kind of reset the entire franchise to be more like the eighties bond films, like the Roger Moore era, James Bond movies. So that's kind of, uh, and that's kind of what they've been making now, but yeah, but they're both from, uh, the Incredibles. Yes. It was a great movie. Oh, he, he worked on Simpsons too. And the iron giant. Oh, yes. Grayson got that for his birthday. He has no idea what it is. And I've been trying to make him watch it. And he's just like, because he doesn't know what it is, he won't watch it. I don't know why I haven't shown that to my kids yet. Iron John is great. Well, family movie night this week. Family movie night this week. I don't know what Elise is going to pick. But once it gets back around to me, um, because we started alternating. Because we used to just let Grayson pick. And he just wanted to watch a fucking Lego movie every week. And I'm like, all right, no. We're taking turns now. <laughs> um, but I'm going to make him watch it. If not this week, then next week. I'm like, you're going to watch this beautiful movie and you're going to love it. He, you know, you what he love said? it. He looked at the box and he was like, well, this movie looks too urban, Dad. And I was just like, nah. Go with your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> it's genetic. <laughs> oh, I got that Leland mutation. Mm, mm-mm. <laughs> generation <laughs> mill pattern Leland oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but that's all I got I don't think I watched anything else I watched a bunch of movies this week 
That's good. All fun. Right. It's fun. Welp. And Doug, you said you didn't have anything? I, I never have anything. Gotcha. Well, uh, all right, folks. Well, that's it for the Hatchet New Year. Uh, thanks for listening. It's been a lot of fun to do. Um, mm-hmm. Next month, we are kicking off Love Hurts with John Carpenter's Christine, based on a novel by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. And Cars and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I do remember the first time we talked about it. I was like, "Was it about a car that eats people?" <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. That's not what the movie's about. <laughs> All right, Doug, uh, where can folks reach us? Oh, yeah. CarpenterRantsPod at gmail.com. <laughs> Facebook, the CarpenterRants Podcast. You won't hit us up, but if you want to, we're here. We out here. <laughs> we're ready to interact with you. Yes. Send us your grunts and solutions. We want to hear them. Yeah. CarpenterRantsPod at gmail.com, not Facebook. <laughs> gonna, this is gonna be a new segment of the show: grunts and splooshes. It's gonna be stuff I thought of while I was pooping. <laughs> it's just all Kurt Russell shit. Uh, usually, what it is is, man, I wish I'd made it to the bathroom. <laughs> it's you sliding on the kitchen tile because you slipped in it. Caleb, you all right? It sounds like you're playing the Utah Jazz in there. Are you okay? The Utah Jazz. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> hey, folks, thanks for listening to TCR. Oh, 2021 is going to be a good one. I, I feel it. Uh, tune in next week. Let's fucking hope. Let's hope, man. I, that's all I got. I got hope. Tune in next week. Until then, we've been the nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. <laughs> Keep on ranting. Thank you for listening to The Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify.